little test. Make sure the microphones are working. Test, 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 test. We were testing. I know. <laughs> Instead of just like sitting on the microphone and <laughs> be like, can you, can you, can you say something? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Welcome to Conversations in Comfort I'm Clara. And I'm Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, Clara. How are ya? Good. How are you? Good. It is back to... Just the two of us. <laughs> yes. And Penny. And Penny. And Penny. And Penny. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. Good. It's I'm a good. Sunday. It is noon. Sunday. It's around noon. I've got a coffee. Me too. I. Yeah, I've had a good weekend. I good. What'd you do yesterday? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday was Day of Errands. Ooh. Um. We ran to a couple nurseries because Brian loves his plants. He loves his plants. So we had to go get some bamboo. Get some plants. We Ooh, got bamboo. Fun. Because uh, you, you know at our house we've got I like do. the neighbors like sit really uh-huh. high. Yeah. Not my dad, but the other neighbors. Yeah. Like they're like higher up than us. So uh-huh. basically if they're looking out their window or they're on their back porch, they can like peek right onto our patio. Yeah. Which is a little like... Uh, I don't want you looking. Trying to enjoy myself over trying here. Trying to relax. <laughs> but I can't if I think you're looking at me. Yeah, bamboo's a good So we're going to put some solution. bamboo in pots because one thing about bamboo mm. is once you put it in. Invasive. It is an invasive species and it is impossible to kill. Oh, dear. So if you keep it in pots, there you, you control go. the bamboo. Control the, but don't let the bamboo control you. Mm-mm, never. No pandas in this house. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, we put up some bamboo just as a little, like, blocker for the other. So is it already tall? Or did you buy it's baby bamboo? It's pretty tall. Oh, tall. It's pretty tall. It's, it's... Fun. I love bamboo. Yeah. So it's black bamboo. So it's actually, like, Ooh, the stalks are Fancy. Black. So, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Nice. But, and then Brian bought me my, like, one of my favorite plants is called lamb's ear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Like, it feels like a lamb's ear. Yeah. So I kept telling him about it, and he was like, <laughs> he's like, do you want me to buy you some lamb's ear? I was like, no, because the only thing, like, that I do with it is I just, like, just touch pick it. a leaf off and, like, play with it for a little bit, and then I'll, throw, then I'll get rid of it. So. Uh, so we did that, and then grocery shopping, you know. Nice. And you went to dinner on Friday. Went out to dinner on Friday. In Seattle? Is that where you were? Yeah. We went downtown. The Pink Door. Look at you going to Seattle again, despite all of our conversations about how it's the apocalypse. Well, the pink door is closer to the market, mm-hmm. and the market is fine. Market's fine. Okay. Like, we parked in the market, which was very weird. I've never, like, parked. No. I've only parked in the market when it was uh, COVID. peak COVID, yeah. and nobody else was there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we parked and then, yeah, had dinner at the Pink Door, which is Fun. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Very reasonably priced as far as like a nice Yeah, I've been there dinner. before. It's good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. What about you? Well, yesterday I went to my niece's dance recital. <gasps> Tell me all. I know you sent me pictures. It was Tell me so about fun. It. Her, she's in ballet and her dance was too, it was... A Night at the Movies was the theme, Ooh. and her song was the song from Up. Oh, I know. 
I know, I know, I know. I thought you were going to say, like, Jaws or something, because that would have been hilarious. <laughs> no. <laughs> do, do. <laughs> and it was, yeah, just a bunch. It's, like, seniors in high school to, like, mm-hmm. five-year-olds. And so each class has a different little performance. And some are just hilarious. And, you know, just, the, like, five-year-olds. I, maybe even younger than that. Tiny tots was what they were called. <laughs> They just stand there and not do anything, and it's so funny, and they have, like, the cutest outfits. Oh, yeah. And then, like, to the seniors who are, like, legitimately good at dancing. Yeah. And, like, probably will have a career in it. (laughs) So, yeah, it was super fun. Do you remember my friend Brittany? Yes, yes. She was a dancer. dancer. Uh Uh-huh. And so I I went to all of her performances, like, throughout high school. Uh Uh-huh. So I've, like, been to where it's, like, the teeny tiny ones, all the way up to, like, Brittany. It's so fun. It is fun. So fun. And then right after that, I went to my nephew's baseball game kind of double header of i know children i didn't know his baseball game was happening until i was already in town so it worked out perfect nice and his i think his team was six to eight year olds i love how you say in town like you had to like fly there or like you know just (laughs) it's a long ways away (laughs) it's like 45 minutes (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i don't i don't just go there that's true for uh well sometimes but anyways and last year he played t-ball, but this year it's like the little automatic pitcher thing. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. So it was more fun, honestly, to watch. Yeah. And there was one little kid. He, this is the first game this season I've gone to, but mm-hmm. he started out not even swinging the bat. <laughs> and then he would swing it, but like um, three seconds after the ball came. And yesterday he got his first hit ever. Oh, I know. Everyone, the, the crowd, crowd went wild. Oh, everyone was on their feet. It was it. so exciting. That's so fun. I know. It was so cute. It's so adorable. Yeah. And they did really good. It was fun to watch. Yeah. So that's what I did pretty much all day yesterday. Yeah. And then now it's today. And Mothy got to go out. Mothy got to go for a ride. For a nice long car ride. All the way to Duval. I even went to Monroe, actually, <gasps> is where the baseball game was. So. Wow. I know. She's getting some miles on her. She got to see see the homeland. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was fun. Yeah, because the dance recital was actually at my high school, so. Oh. Which was kind of a blast from the past. Yeah. PTSD blast from the past? Mm. Or like? High school was fine. Okay. Yeah. It was fine. Looks yeah. the same. <laughs> my high school is now a middle school. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because my high school moved. To where? A different town? The Plateau. Spanish Plateau. Where? Uh, like between the two high schools that were already up there. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Like uh-huh. Is, uh-huh. Is it Issaquah? No. Spamish? Uh, Eastlake? Eastlake. Yeah. Yeah. Up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They moved up there. Built a big... Huh sprawling beautiful fancy campus yeah the Spanish wall. plateau is fancy I worked I at the was, library there it was my first job well I was at a campus that had rusty nails sticking through <laughs> the you know outdoor walkways because it was a fully outdoor campus oh yeah my middle school was like that zero sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah my middle school was like that we had a couple of um what are they called portables at my high mm-hmm. school and they were still there, but they had, like, cute little hanging flower baskets Aww. and stuff. I was like, that's adorable. get you guys go. Yeah, we had portables, but we st- but still, like, all of the classrooms were, you had to walk outside mm-hmm. to get from classroom to classroom. Yeah, that's how my middle school was. 
Yeah, ours was so. The campus was a middle school, and then it was a high school, and then it went back to a middle school. They're like, school. no, this is for They're middle like, no, schoolers. This is, this is for middle schoolers, not for high schoolers. But now they're plateaued. That's fine. Fancy. Very, oh, too fancy. Too fancy. High schoolers don't deserve that. They do not. No. <laughs> They're trash. Give me the rusty nails. <laughs> That's what they deserve. That's what they deserve. <laughs> Makes you grow. Exactly. You've got to get one emergency tetanus shot in your life. I mean, you got to. <laughs> Gotta have one moment where you're, you know. When you don't, it really shows. You fear if the wind blows a little too hard, something's gonna fall off. <laughs> it builds character. It does. I don't have any notes. Uh, I have talked about the pasta. Um, so Elizabeth Holmes, mm-hmm. she is set to surrender after. Memorial Day. Okay. Why isn't she already in jail? jail. I don't know. I think she used the she's got kids thing. But she's mm, also. She's a white woman. That's right. She also is ordered to pay $452 million in restitution. The problem is she doesn't have that money, yeah. honey. Yeah. She's got to pay restitution. And she apparently was trying um, to. Not go to prison? Yeah, I bet. Because she, was, <laughs> she was. I have two small children. That's yeah, that you got, that you had after you got caught. Yeah, that I have had because I. <laughs> because I don't want to go to prison. How long is her sentence? Do you remember? Oh, it's a, it's a long. I think it's thirteen years. I think. Yeah, I think something I think. like that. Her children will grow without yeah. her there. They, they absolutely will. Which is sad, but. Are they better off? No, maybe. Well, I so I heard that she did an interview mm-hmm. with either the New Yorker or the New York Post, some New Yorker, okay. New York based magazine. <laughs> um, and the person that interviewed her was like, "She's not dressing in all black. Mm, she's her got a voice higher voice. <laughs> she's like the voice is gone. Weird. Like it's like she's a totally different person. I'm like, cause she's a fraud. Oh, the jig is up. Yeah, she doesn't have to anymore. She done been caught. She done been caught. Done been caught. <laughs> well, hopefully she has a heck of a Memorial Day weekend because that's you know, the last one she'll have for a while. I hope she does it big. Like I hope you know, so too. What would you do your last weekend of freedom for ten years? I wouldn't get out of my comfy bed. Mm. Hmm. I think I would have to paint the town red. I I wouldn't get out of my comfy bed. (laughs) I would watch all of the TV with the most comfortable of blankets. Yeah, that's true. I would have to watch all the shows. Order all of the food that I Chinese food. Chinese food specifically. Specifically. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Shout out to Chinese food for just being dang delicious. For being so good. I don't I don't know what, what what they put in it, but it's just magic. When you eat it on the day mm-hmm. you get it, it's good. Mm-hmm. When you eat it the next day, still it's good. Still good. Still good. I don't Which know. can't be said about everything. Even if you microwave it, delicious. Yeah. Like the old pizza I usually put in the oven because it makes it taste better. Yeah. The old pizza I can do every once in a while. Yeah. Like not all the time though. Mm-hmm. Like mm, um but like Dale Chinese food? Give me it. All that, like, warmed up Give in the microwave. With a wet paper towel over it. Sure. Create, like, a little steam action. 
10 out of 10. So good. I know. So good. So Italian good. food doesn't really warm up really well the next no. day. Sounds like World War Mexican II in your uh, really... microwave, and then it's cold in the middle somehow still. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to Chinese food. Shout out. Big fan. Big fan. Fan of the fan. show. Big fan. Fan of the show. <laughs> Chinese food. We love you. Oh, whoops. I forgot. Uh, I wonder if I did on this day. I think I did. Okay, great. Oops. So my case is long. Should we... I don't have anything else to talk about. I don't either. And mine is actually pretty short. So. Okay, great. Do you want me to go first? Sure. I'll go first. Yay! And we didn't do the same one. No. We figured out. We did actually do Missing People. We did. We stuck to the there theme. There are... I mean, I guess potentially there's UFOs, but I don't mention UFOs in mine. I don't either. <laughs> no, that, that is not a theory of so. what happened. <laughs> Now I'm going to add it She's still missing. Minus two. Okay, good. Because it's MIMA. Yeah. Look at us following the rules. I know. It took us three weeks. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) Okay, I'm doing Mara Murray. Do you know? No. Are you serious? I don't think so. Girl, this is a very popular case. There's one podcast with 149 episodes dedicated to the disappearance of Mara Murray. 149 episodes <laughs> yes. on one case? Yes. I knew there was a podcast series about it, and I was like, oh, perfect. I'll listen to that. And I was like, I'm not. I'm not. What I don't have three years. Do they go into every t- minute detail? I don't do That I don't just seems it. excessive. <clears throat> but there are, uh, like, a lot more podcasts that have, like, a one or two episode uh, series, I guess, discussing this. Mm-hmm. So here's my half episode on it. Woohoo. <laughs> Um, okay. Mara Murray was born May 4th, 1982 in Hanson, Massachusetts. She has an older brother and two older sisters. And then later she has a younger half brother, Kurt. Mm. Um, and the family was all really close. She was athletic and she did track and cross country in high school along with her sister, Julie. And her dad was actually the coach of one of the teams one or both (laughs) um the sisters were pretty much bffs but they were also really competitive with each other Mm -hmm. um and they were close to the dad because he was either coaching them or like supporting them in their sports endeavors not only was mara athletic um she was first in her district in like i don't know the 300 or something whatever she ran but she was also super smart um which is annoying, honestly. And she was cute. Like, you don't get them all. Yeah. Um, okay, so when she's applying to colleges, she gets accepted into Harvard, for example. What? Um, but she ends up choosing the United States Military Academy at West Point. Oh, look at her wanting to serve her country. Which, by the way, accepts only 10% of applicants. So she's a smart pants. Yeah. Um... Mm, and her sister also goes there. I feel like I mentioned that maybe later. Um, okay. They, it's hard to get into, and they have a strict code of ethics. Mm-hmm. They have to learn hand-to-hand combat Oops. and get survival school training. So it seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, her sister, Julie, was already there. Um, and so that's where she decides to go as well. And her plan was to study chemical engineering. Oh, so Julie was already Yeah, she's there. older. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of led her to go there as well, I think. 
So she joins the track team with her sister um, and pretty quickly gets a boyfriend named Billy Ralph. Billy. Billy. Ooh, two first names. Two first names. Bad. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad comment. He did it. Uh, <laughs> he was. That's a, all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a couple years older than Mara. Um, I'm imagining having an older sister already there. You know, mm-hmm. it's probably mm-hmm. met through her friend group. Um, while they were attending, while she was attending West Point, they went on like a field trip, I guess, like a training trip, they probably call it, to Fort Knox. You know, I think field trips are wasted on the A hundred percent. I, you know, would kill to go to like yeah. the zoo oh my and God. learn about all the animals. I have so many questions. Yeah. I would love to go on a field trip of love. any sort. Yes. Yeah. Wasted on the youth. Wasted. Anyways. She goes to Fort Knox. So when you think of Fort Knox, what's Gold. your primary? What? Gold. Because they have great. Gold. <laughs> Why is it kept there, though? Security. They have top-notch security. Okay. While Mara was there, she was caught shoplifting makeup from the commissary. Mara! At Fort Knox, of all the places to try it. That right there is the example Prime example of book smarts with no street smarts. <laughs> right there. That it's is just the like she needed a thrill or something. It just bad. Of all places. That was a ter- Go to yeah. Claire's. Yeah. Or CVS. Fort Knox. Anywhere. Really? Walmart. <laughs> they won't care. <laughs> They'll tell you to have a nice day as you're leaving with the stuff. Right. <laughs> Uh, so like, Mara, babe, you good? Doesn't seem like it. And this was not Mara's only little blip on her record. Mara! She had been brought before a disciplinary committee seven times in 2001 alone. Rebel. Yeah. She's a rebel. Yeah. Um... But okay, basically, I like her again. <laughs> she's not so perfect after she's all. She's not so perfect after all. It's her sister Julie. <laughs> yeah, Julie's the one to hate. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sure she's great. Uh, okay, so it basically all came to a head after the Fort Knox incident. Um, she was put in front of an advisory committee committee and quote unquote advised to withdraw from West Point and makeup from the commissary, right? It's, like, not quality. It's probably, I would assume, well, maybe. like, Dollar Tree. I don't know. That. I feel like a... Maybe Maybelline? <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to judge. Definitely not a Sephora brand. No. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so... She's advised to withdraw, a.k.a. she's kicked out. You probably It's like should. when you're... You should probably yeah. retire. It's you know what sounds great. <laughs> retirement. Yeah. So by spring semester, she transfers to the University of Massachusetts in Amherst mm-hmm. to study nursing. Nice. So we've got a full. Everything's changing. Yeah. She stayed pretty busy there. Um, nursing programs are a lot. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. You have clinicals and labs, and she was also working two jobs. Holy moly. Um, but she made some good friends and had a solid group that she hung out with. Um, and she still had her now long-distance killer boyfriend, Billy Ralph. Billy Ralph. <laughs> Just kidding. He's innocent. Um, or is he? But he was actually stationed in Oklahoma at the time, so even well, further. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> so Mara was still getting into a bit of trouble at this time. She started ordering a lot of food to be delivered to her. Like, I think she ordered like six times in a short period, which is no crime. That's not That's a crime. That's not the that crime. That is not a crime. The problem was it was paid for using a stolen credit card. That's the crime. That's okay. That's the crime. <laughs> yeah, there we go. The second crime is that it was from a place called Pinocchio's Pizza each time. I were going to say Pinocchio's Peaches. <laughs> I did. Did you like peach? I did uh, combined pizza and each peach time. The no. third crime is that it was a credit card of the person like three doors down from her dorm room. <laughs> um, uh, whoever's card it was, they flagged it and then Mara ordered again that night. Why are you ordering so many pizzas? She's hungry. I mean, no, I no judgment. No here. judgment here, but uh, girl, get some variety. Chinese, <laughs> Chinese food. Have you heard of Chinese food? You're gonna love it. <laughs> they deliver. They've delivered for yes. years, <laughs> possibly before pizza did. Yeah, pre DoorDash. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so whoever's card it is, they or they call it in, and then she orders it again. And apparently, Massachusetts police have nothing to do because they show up at Mora's house and see her get the delivery and catch her in the act. It's pretty, sounds pretty in line with cops, <laughs> depending on the time of the month. Like, if sure. it's middle of the month. They're not to, solving crime. They're no, looking at pizza at delivery. And I can tell you <laughs> Me too. the hours <laughs> cops would spend just hanging out in the coffee uh-huh. shop. I'm like, don't have something to like, do. Isn't there a cold case like somewhere? Patrol or something. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and just a super quick history lesson. In 2003, Congress passed legislation that you maybe shouldn't print the whole credit card number on a receipt after mm. each purchase. Um, Probably a smart idea. Smart idea. I feel like I do remember when that they used to do that, though. You know, I do too. I also so, remember the big like chunk chunk. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. That also has the whole whole thing, whole thing on there. Um, so in 2003, though, you can't do that anymore. But this is like right at that time. So now they just put the last four, right? I think so. If anything, card? I don't know. I, can't I never the look last. at receipts. Yeah, I can't remember last time I looked at a receipt. <laughs> um, I take them. I threw them away. <laughs> sometimes, if there's an option to not have one, I'll do that. Oh yeah, all the time. Okay, so she said that she found a receipt in the bathroom that had full number on it, mm-hmm. and she just started using it. <laughs> Mara. But, I mean, still not okay, but it's not like she was hacking into somebody's bank account yeah. or whatever. She just found She's, a trash. She was taking... Is she a raccoon? What is this? <laughs> I guess so. A raccoon? Like, She's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Those aren't raccoons. What's the raccoon version of that? There Mutant was a raccoon. raccoon. There was a raccoon. He oh, was, was he there? was the leader. He was like the He, he controlled the turds? Rat probably. I can't remember if it was a raccoon or a rat. The OG yeah. pizza rat. He was like the big he like recruited oh, I never watched. the turtles. Oh, and grew them from turtles. He mutated them. He mutated them from like teeny tiny turtles <laughs> to like Tiny turts. Teenage. <laughs> Mutant turtles. Turtles. Uh, Who okay. are ninjas. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> Side note. They're also ninjas. Ninjas. <laughs> Can you imagine pitching that? 
Guys. Yeah, I have a great idea. Bam. Listen up. Listen. Buckle up. <laughs> Turtles, right? Hear me out. You love them. <laughs> you love them. Everybody Shell, does. Slow. They're great. <laughs> Imagine there was a rat. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. So she fessed and up. Like, oh, and they like pizza. <laughs> what mutant doesn't love pizza? She's, she's, she's also, they have artist names. That's, <laughs> For some reason. That is why she's ordering so much pizza. For the mutant ninja turtles. Oh, uh, yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> All comes together. <laughs> okay, so she gets caught in the act. And so obviously she fesses up to it's it. The turtles. <laughs> you can't really uh, say that you didn't do it when you're receiving the pizza at the I mean, time. You could, but it wouldn't go over it well. It wouldn't go well. Uh, so she actually even had to appear in court. And the judge basically told her to pay the money back. And if she stayed out of trouble for three months, it would be fine. The charges would be dropped. Okay. All right. So now let's get into a few days before her disappearance. She had an on-campus security job. And on Thursday, February 5th, 2004, Mora was working a late-night shift. You know, security, not a ton happens on a Thursday, probably on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was on the phone while on duty. She Her first call was to her sister Kathleen around 10 p.m. Um, a bit later, she calls her boyfriend around midnight. And then she gets a phone call that we don't know the details of at about 12.40 a.m. Mm-hmm. And just sl- like a bit... Not very long after that last mm-hmm. phone call, Mora breaks down and she just starts crying. Oh, no. Um, and then her supervisor asked her what's wrong. And she said her sister Kathleen was having problems with her fiance and it was making her upset. Mm-hmm. Then the supervisor came back to check on Mara and she was just completely zoned out. Like she was no reaction at all. She was oh, unresponsive. Geez. Shock. Shock. So the supervisor escorted Mara back to her dorm room at around 1.20. And she asked Mara if she wanted to talk at all. But Mara's like, no, like my roommate's home and I just kind of want to go to bed. Yeah. Um, the thing is, Omar didn't have a roommate. Oh. Which, I mean. The turtles. <sighs> Those were the roommates for she, the turtles. She didn't have any roommates on record. Yeah. The turtles. Um, but I mean, if my supervisor asked me if. I wanted to talk, I'd probably tell her my roommates were home too. Like, no, yeah. Karen, I don't want you to come in. Her or name some, was actually Karen. Or some <laughs> sort of like, yeah, no. No, I don't need to see you to see that all my dirty dishes are home. Yeah, my. please don't come into my home. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> so the phone call with the sisters Kathleen. Years later, Kathleen would like shed more light on it. She said that she had told Mara that she was on her way home from rehab for alcohol abuse. Kathleen or Mara? Kathleen. Okay. Who was on the phone with her. Mm-hmm. Um, that day she was on her way home and on the way home, her fiance took her to a liquor store. Oh no. To like celebrate. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> so maybe she thought, Maybe that's what caused the breakdown. Like, yeah, that's awful. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's going to relapse. Um, so anyways, two days later, on February 7th, Fred, Mara's father, comes up to go car shopping with Mara. Ooh, getting a so new ride. really need your dad. 
for you, things like that. You know, that. dads are the best to go car shopping with. Yeah, I did it. I did it with like my a month ago. I brought my son. I'm like, Scott, help. Yeah. <laughs> help me, Scott. And I'm like 10 years older than she was at the time. <laughs> Anyways, she did have a car, but it sounds like it was really unreliable. Mm. So she needed a new one because she was going to like clinicals, yeah. you know, all around town. Well, so. yeah. And sometimes it's just, it's very Stressful. relaxing to have a car yeah. that like works is going to get you yeah. to where it needs to be. Yeah. Um, okay. So, after car shopping, they went to dinner, um, and then Mara dropped him off at his motel room that he was staying at, um, so he let her borrow his brand new Toyota Corolla Ooh. to, like, pop around mm-hmm. that night. So, she, of course, takes it, and she goes to a house party immediately mm-hmm. of one of her nursing student's friends and she gets there around 10 30 and leaves around 2 30 a.m um one kind of weird thing though is that she barely knew this nursing student whose house it was and everybody at the party is like i don't know what you're talking about i don't know who was there i don't know anything which is well weird. house parties you can kind of blend in yeah in there i don't know she was 21 though so it's not like they were all protecting you i don't know anyways um she left and she's going back to her dad's motel room Mm -hmm. and this was around 3 Mm a.m but she gets into an accident oh no in the brand new new car not in the roller she approaches the t intersection so her options are to go left or right yeah and she goes straight Mara, honey, that's not an option. That's, no. that's not. Are you not familiar with the T? The capital T. It's it's not a lowercase T. It's not a lowercase T. She hit the guardrail, causing nearly ten thousand dollars worth of damages Ooh, wow, to her dad's wow, wow. brand brand new, new car. <sighs> an officer came out and wrote an accident report, but there was never any record of a field sobriety test or anything, and they didn't take her in. So, presumably, the officer didn't think that she had been drinking too much. Yeah. Um, the following Monday, though, this is like Saturday night, Sunday morning. Following Monday, classes were canceled because of a snowstorm. So, it could have okay. just been icy. Like, maybe she slid Ooh, through the stop sign. Yeah, like hard to, like, couldn't yeah. stop. So, I'm not too sure, but it seems weird. Well, especially coming back from a house party. Cause yeah. At 3 a.m. Who is ever sober leaving a house party? Well, you didn't have a good time if you did. Um, So she was driven back to her dad's motel room where she had to break the news. Daddy. Daddy, I'm sorry. But uh, we still get that new car for me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Apparently he's a saint, though, because he doesn't bite her head off. He's just like calmly calls the insurance company. And it turns out that they were going to cover it. So. A pain in the neck, but yeah. um, I don't know. Kids are the worst. <laughs> just like he comes up to buy her a new car, and then she crashes, his, and now he has to drive. He's lives in Connecticut, so he has to drive a rental car home now from <gasps> from Massachusetts oh, no. to Connecticut because there's this stupid kid crashed her car. Kids are the worst. Kids are the worst. Um, okay. Anyways, so Fred drops off Mara at school on Sunday, and he makes the drive back home 
in his rental car. Once he gets there, he calls Mara and reminds her to get the an accident um, form from the Registry of Motor Vehicles. Mm. He's like, I'm going to call you tomorrow. And to you better have that form because I need it for insurance to pay for this. <laughs> Okay, I can just imagine. My dad's like, you promise please. you're going to get it? Please. You're and so unreliable. Please. Thank you. I'm begging you. I will call you again. <laughs> I won't stop calling. Write it on a sticky. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so at about midnight, Sunday going into Monday, mm-hmm. um, Mara uses her computer to search MapQuest from Amherst, Massachusetts, where she was, to the Berkshires and to Burlington, Vermont. Then around 3.30 a.m., she emails in a homework assignment. Okay. And then she goes to bed and then wakes up. It's still Monday. Later on Monday in the afternoon, she sends some emails, one of which is to her boyfriend, telling him that she loves him, but she doesn't really feel like talking that much. I guess he had called a bunch of times. Mm. Um, But she promises to call him later that evening. Mm -hmm. And then she calls a condo in New Hampshire at a place where her family had vacationed. Uh, in the past, inquiring about renting a condo, hmm. but she didn't ever rent one. The phone call was only like three minutes long. Um, and then she called a couple friends, and then um, she emails her work supervisor at her nursing school and said she was um, she was going to be out of town for like a week because there was a death in the family, hmm. which there was not one. Then she called a number which provided information about booking hotels in Vermont. Remember, it's 2004, so she can't hop on, like, Expedia or whatever. Yeah. You have to call. Mm-hmm. Sounds complicated. Oof, sounds terrible. Um, I actually think, like, the week that she went missing was the week that Facebook launched. Oh. So that kind of gives you a mental image of where the internet is. Well, when you said she looked at MapQuest, I was like, okay. Yeah. That's... that's- and she had, like, a flip phone... There was cell phones and the internet, but... They weren't... There wasn't Facebook yet. Yeah. But that week there was. And you never you never <laughs> use the internet on your phone. No, you can't. Even if your phone had it. Yeah. Even if you accidentally hit the button. Oh. No, no. Oh, man. The, it's not good. The adrenaline. Oh. <laughs> okay. that high ever since. <laughs> <laughs> and then she packs up her entire dorm room. Like, she took pictures off the wall and put everything into boxes, mm-hmm. and she stacked the boxes onto her bed. Okay. Which is obviously strange. Yeah. Also, like, why turn in that assignment at 3 a.m. if you're going to pack up and leave? Yeah. Was it the end of the semester? No. Okay. mm Then her last move was she printed an email that was between her and Billy. Um, Billy? Oh, Ralph. Billy Ralph. Billy Ralph. Sorry. I was like, who's Billy? I was like, oh no, is it a different name? Billy Ralph, her boyfriend. Um, and it's about him cheating on her. Oh no. But it was from some time ago. It's not like it had just happened. So they had either stayed together or broken up and gotten back together. Hmm. So it wasn't a recent thing, but she still prints it and puts it on top of the boxes that are on her bed. Hmm. Around 3.30 p.m. on Monday, she left campus in her car mm-hmm. about 10 minutes later she gets to an atm and withdraws 280 dollars mm-hmm. leaving just 16 dollars in her account so like basically clearing it out mm-hmm. leaving it enough so they don't close the account maybe or not cause suspicion i mean i guess 
What's 60 more dollars? <laughs> 280 dollars isn't that well, much. Well, that's a round number. You're all 20s for that. That's true. <laughs> the ATM footage shows that she was alone, but for some reason the footage has never been made public, which is weird. Typically in cases they'll publish that, right? Yeah, they, yeah. Um, but apparently they say she didn't look stressed or anything. Mm-hmm. Then she pops into a liquor store nearby and gets some very college drinks. Oh, no. She gets Bailey's, Kahlua, mm. vodka, and a box of Franzia. God bless. God bless. She's making espresso martinis <laughs> and needs a box of wine. And she's looking for a headache with the Franzia. Um, again, on this security footage, she was alone as well. Did and they release that security footage? No. Oh, weird. Isn't that weird? It's weird. To her credit, at some point she does go pick up the accident report. Wait a minute. <laughs> the that her dad needed. I know. I was so proud when I saw it. So proud of her. <laughs> what a good girl. Okay. Then around four or five on Monday, she leaves Amherst and heads up I-91. Don't know what that means. Um, she's told no one where she's headed. No one even knew, like, that she was leaving. Mm-hmm. No one knows what's happening. She had the MapQuest directions, mm-hmm. but in two places, but then asked about lodging in two other places. So it's like, where'd she really go? Where, what the heck? Yeah. Um, but we know in future times that she was headed to White Mountains, which is just over the border into New Hampshire. Okay. Or Vermont. <laughs> which, which state is she in? <laughs> Massachusetts. Okay, great. New Hampshire. Um. And at 7.27 p.m. on Monday, a resident of Woodsville, New Hampshire, hears a big thud. Oh, jeez. And realizes that a car had run into a snowbank. Laura. <laughs> so, she's not great at driving. She's not great at driving. You don't need a brand new car, no, babe. No, maybe, maybe a used car? <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a used Volvo? Those sure. things are tanks. Sure. <laughs> okay, so the neighbor calls the sheriff d- department to report it. Um, so she had run into a snowbank and then hit a tree. And so her car was facing west in the eastbound okay. lane. So, so she, she spun. Totally spun around the wrong Got way. Um, it is a really twisty and windy road. And remember, there was a big snowstorm. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. how far away she was from her college. But uh, even if it wasn't a big storm, it probably, well, it probably would have been. All those states are so close together. Yeah, it's, it, it's probably snowy. If not, if it's, icy, certainly. Yeah. If there's a snow bank. There had to have been snow at some point. It was probably actively snowing. So it would have been difficult to drive on, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's windy, it's snowy, it's slippery. She hits the bank. Um, and I guess when she hit the tree, both of the airbags had gone off and mm-hmm. her windshield was cracked. So mm-hmm. it's not like just a slide into a snow yeah. bank. It's like a hard hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so at 7.33, so five minutes later, a school bus driver called Butch Atwood. Ugh, Butch. Never trust a Butch. Except in this case, he's fine. He saw Mara on the side of the road on his way home from work. So he stops and asks if he can help her. And she's like, no, it's okay. I've already called AAA and they're on their way. Mm-hmm. And she's like, please don't call the police. Get out of here, Butch. Yeah. And like. Tells him not to call the police, which mm-hmm. I feel like is weird. Mm. 
Which knows that she's lying for sure, yeah. though, because uh, there's no cell phone service. Mm. She can't call AAA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and later AAA would confirm that they never got a call from Mara. So Butch is like, okay. And he goes home mm-hmm. and he calls the police anyway. He's like, that was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Something weird is going on. So he calls the police at 743. And three minutes later at 746, the sheriff arrives at the scene where he finds the black Nissan with no Mara. Oh, no. He notices the damage to the front of the car where it had hit the tree. But there was no sign of the driver. And there was also no signs of footprints leaving the very snowy area. Which is weird. Maybe she, like, was walking backwards and had a branch and was, like, dusting, Maybe. Her, dusting her footprints away. <laughs> the that happen in movies. <laughs> in cartoons. Yeah. Those are movies. <laughs> That's true. The car was locked, um, but looking through the window, he could see that box of Franzia in the backseat. And he could also see red liquid on the driver's side door and, like, above the driver's seat. She spilled a Franzia. Like, the, is it a ceiling in a car? Roof? Roof. 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 Like, she hit it and it all went flying. No! (laughs) (laughs) But apparently she had put red wine into a Coke can and was drinking it. While she was driving. You know where yes. I saw that? <laughs> I was wondering if you had gotten there yet. On It's yeah. Always Sunny, Frank does that. Yep. And then on their podcast, they were like, why didn't we invent canned wine after that? They were so close. They were right they there. Were so close. <laughs> I know. I, I was hoping you had gotten to that part. Yes, I'm, I'm definitely there. <laughs> um, so, but Butch said that she wasn't acting like inebriated or anything. Mm-hmm. She was like, she looked like she was really cold and like stressed well, because yeah. she had crashed her car. And it was cold. But she didn't, yeah, and it was snowing. So, um, but he didn't think that she was acting drunk, although that would be quite sobering. Mm. Yeah. It seems like. <laughs> when the EMTs arrived, they noticed that there was a towel shoved into the tailpipe of her car, which seems like a really bad idea. That doesn't seem smart. But apparently her dad had told her to do that for some reason. How? Tailpipe? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that would do. Just a weird um, detail. So they were initially thinking that she had fled the scene because she didn't want a DUI. Mm-hmm. Apparently poli- uh, people do this sometimes and they'll come back later after they like won't blow any mm-hmm. numbers in the breathalyzer. I don't yeah. know what that's called. <laughs> um, and then they'll come back. When, obviously, they still need their car. Mm-hmm. They'll come back after. Yeah. Um, but Mara never came back. And around 8 to 8.30 that night, so about 20 minutes after she was seen in the car, some guy was coming home from work, and he saw a young woman walking quickly around, along Route 112. Mm-hmm. She was wearing jeans and a dark jacket with a lighter hood. He saw her about five miles from the crash. Which seems far. That seems far. And not very much time. Um, but allegedly, that's what she was wearing in the bank camera that no mm-hmm. no one can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably how every college kid is dressed outside in the snow. Yeah. Right? Jeans and a jacket. A jacket with a sweatshirt, with a sweatshirt under sweatshirt it. Anything. Yeah, obviously. But also, um, this guy, he didn't call it in until three months later when he realized it could have been Mara. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> probably... Who knows? Thanks, guy. Um, anyways, they tow the car, and the next morning they put out a be on the lookout, a.k.a. Bolo for oh, Mara. Mm-hmm. And then at 3.20 p.m., the next day, 
they call Fred, the dad. Okay. Who the car is registered to. Yeah. He didn't answer because he was working. But my question is, what? Like, they just assumed it was Mara because they saw a woman, right? Which makes sense. But how did they know that Fred, who didn't live in the same state as his daughter, how did they know it was Mara? Did she leave anything in the car? Not ID. Registration? It would have been registered to Fred. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. So that's really weird to me that... It's baffling. They knew it was her. Anyways. um, Well, if the car was registered to Fred, they would call Fred and say, hey, we found your car. They didn't call Fred until 3.20 after they put the bolo out. Oh. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Uh, I don't know, but he didn't answer, and then I guess one of the sisters finds out somehow. I don't know. I feel like I'm missing something there, but, um, so the sister does get in contact with Fred, and then he calls the sheriff right away once he hears what's going on. Mm-hmm. Wednesday morning, Billy, Billy Ralph, mm-hmm. is getting on a flight, um, to come help search for Mara. Remember, he's in Oklahoma yeah. or wherever. When he was going through security, he missed a call, but there was a voicemail left that was just soft breathing, <laughs> crying, a whimper, and sniffling. Oh, no. Which is very unsettling. That's I would not like that voicemail. Not at all. He called uh, the number back, but it was used, or it was made using a prepaid calling card. Oh. Which, like, I when I lived in Montana, I used one of those. It's, like, basically, you punch in this number, and, and so you don't have to put quarters in the mm. pay phone. <laughs> and for some reason, they couldn't, trace it but billy for sure thought it was mora Mm -hmm. so there's this big search around um her car using search dogs etc i guess they tracked her scent for 100 yards and that was it which isn't very far at all Mm -hmm. and so they finally search the car they find the soda can full of wine um but none of the other alcohol she purchased they found her AAA card, those accident report forms, mm-hmm. gloves, makeup, her college textbooks, mm-hmm. diamond jewelry, Ooh. CDs, the MapQuest directions, a syllabus, and her her birth control pills, an over-the-counter sleep aid, her favorite stuffed animal, and a bag of her clothes. Okay. So, like, stuff to go on a trip for a yeah. while. Um. Her wallet, phone, credit card, and keys were notably not in the car. Uh, They searched the area again when all the snow melted, using helicopters, um, dogs, including cadaver dogs, and obviously people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they found absolutely nothing. Oh, no. And she's never been found. They figure it was a seven-minute window since the last person saw her to when the sheriff got there and she was gone. Seven minutes? Seven minutes. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And, like, this rural, it's not like she got on a bus. Yeah. And she was, like, telling people she didn't need help. So it feels like she wouldn't have gotten in a car. Yeah, Like, no. a hitchhiked away. So we've got some theories. Oh, yes. The first of which is that she was going to attempt suicide. Mm. Which, it's typical for people to, like, pack up the dorm room, for example. And I guess she returned a lab coat to one of her classmates, which mm-hmm. seemed kind of random. The classmate was like, I didn't. Need that back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's hundreds of lab cuts everywhere. Um, but I don't think so. Who brings textbooks and a syllabus to go well, if attempt you suicide? you want to make it look like not, or you want to make it look so no one has any, like, questions, 
I have more questions. I guess you would try to make it look as like normal as possible, like she was just going on a trip. Or... Yeah, but it feels like people who are committing suicide don't care. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. Um, plus, as we've said before, you can't hide your own body. No. Especially once you can't the... like bury it after. Right after. Especially once the snow melted. Yeah. It seems like you'd be able to find her. Mm-hmm. So I don't think so. Second. She was going to take some time away, a little week of vacation or so, mm-hmm. to clear her head and think about what she's done, yeah. how she got here. Think about her life. But then she crashes her car, and a bad guy sees an opportunity and snatches her. In seven minutes? In seven minutes. Um, with, like, houses around. I don't yeah. know. I guess people kidnap people in those in that scenario mm-hmm. in movies, I guess. But And I guess in the area there were other reports in... The years or so around of other women going missing. So mm. they're like, maybe it's a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Then the third, and what I'd like to believe, because I made it up. Yep. Is <laughs> she disappeared herself. Ooh. Uh, with some help from a third party, a.k.a. maybe her dad. <gasps> Fred? Fred. So her life was spiraling. Mm-hmm. She essentially got kicked out of West Point for stealing from Fort Knox. Yes. She was using stolen credit cards, which, by the way, I don't think her financial situation was, like, dire. Mm-hmm. I mean, her car was in her dad's name, so she didn't have, she like, didn't a have car, car payment. payment. Yeah. Um, she had two jobs, which I wonder if her family made her get to, like, try and keep her out of trouble. Maybe. <laughs> a little bit. Um, and she had diamonds in her car. Like, what college student has diamonds? Yeah. No. Uh... Yeah, so none of these things point to a desperate person who needs a meal from Pinocchio's Pizza. <laughs> Anyways. Multiple meals. Multiple. Pizza. Anyways, then she, uh, there's that phone call that she got on Thursday, the one that we don't really know that much about. Mm-hmm. Um, right before she started crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- well, this is not proven in any way. But that night, she let someone borrow her car. Also that night, a college student got hit by a car, which then the car fled the scene. And the student was really critically injured and was in a coma for like a month or something. He lives, but he remembers nothing of the night, and so no one has ever been caught for it. So the theory is that the last call was the person who borrowed the car. To say, I hit somebody. Telling her that they hit and run in her car. Yeah. So she starts to freak out. Like, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> I've uh, already stolen from Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have a hit and run. I <laughs> can't have a hit and run. Also, I have to be clean for three months. Um, and there, I mean, there's got to be damage to her car, right? Probably. You don't put someone in a coma with no, no, no <laughs> dents on your car. I mean, unless it's a Volvo. Those things are tanks. It wasn't. Okay. It was a Nissan. Well, yeah, that, that shows a ding <laughs> if it, like... Yeah. Looks at a curb weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She freaks out and cries at work after the phone call, blames Al on the phone call with her sister, which would also be upsetting. But but you can't really tell Karen that you may, your car probably killed someone. My my car was involved in a hit and run. Oopsie. And then she's. And I stole from Fort Knox. (laughs) Yeah, also, P.S. You shouldn't have hired me. (laughs) Security, me. (laughs) Right? That is funny. Um, then she's car shopping with her dad two days later and eventually crashes his. And that morning, everything comes out. She crashed his car, 
Why not tell him everything yeah. at this point? Like, I'm sure he knew she didn't just resign from West Point because she wanted to. Yeah. So, um, together in the motel room, they come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. This is my fantasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she fake uh, researches these places to go. Mm-hmm. She packs up her room because he doesn't want to do it for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for goodness sake, pick up those insurance papers. Remember the insurance yes. papers. <laughs> and then drive to a designated location. And the dad's following in another car behind her. Mm-hmm. And the plan is to ditch the car somewhere and get into his rental car, remember? Oh, yeah. Um, but oops, she crashes into a snowbank. Yeah. And the dad sees a window of seven minutes. He's right there. He's following her the mm-hmm. whole time. And no one's there. And she jumps into his car, which is why there's no footprints leading away. And why the Baileys is gone. Why the Baileys is gone. And they drive up to... Quebecois. Quebecois. <laughs> which is perhaps why he didn't answer his phone when the sheriff called him the first time. Because he, he didn't have service in Canada. I like it. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm in. And there have been several alleged sightings of Mara in a Québécois. <gasps> Québécois. Anyways, no one knows what happened. and um, Fred's not talking? Fred does, though. That's the thing. He goes on like shows and stuff and tries to... Find his daughter. Find his daughter. Which you would if you, you helped. You would if you were part of it. But this happened, like, right at the dawn of the internet. So it was kind of the first, like, web-sleuthed case. And so there's tons of insane uh, theories out there. But hopefully she's just living her best life in Canada and wishes everyone would forget about her case. But again, her, you know, family go on shows and stuff. So it's probably not the case. But anyways, that's the mysterious disappearance of Mara Mary. I'd never heard that one before. I'm surprised. I'm so glad. I, I never heard it. Okay, now you I go. like it, though. Sorry, it was so long. Hold on, let me... There's just so many weird details. I feel like I had to include Battery. them all. There's a, there's a lot. Okay. Sorry. Turn, turn off low power mode so my screen doesn't go black on me. So Great. I'm talking about the disappearance of Lauren Spierer. Great. Spierer. Lauren S. S. P-I-E-R-E-R. Okay. Spierer. Spierer. You ready this one? Mm, no. Okay. So, Lauren was born in January of 1991 and grew up in Scarsdale, New York, which is an affluent town in lower Westchester County. So, if you're looking at New York, it's like, you know, the little, like, spit that, like, has, yeah. like, you know, uh-huh. what we think of New York. New as, York like, City. Spit. Yeah. She's, like, right on the mainland of New York. Okay. Like, right next to Right before to the, the spit. Right before the spit. Okay. Um... She graduated from Edgemont High School in 2009 and enrolled in, at Indiana University, where she was studying textiles merchandising. merchandising. That sounds so boring. That's uh, f- fashion school. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, just learning about yeah. rugs. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, when I see hear anything with, like, textiles, I'm like, okay, she wanted to go into fashion. Okay, like, that sounds more fun. That's then. where my brain goes. Okay. But it could be rugs or curtains or... Even curtains is better than rugs. Rugs are terrible. Rugs are just unnecessary <laughs> evil. Yeah. Um, and uh, so she was very well liked, well loved. She was adorable. She's mm-hmm. cute. Um, she was Jewish and was very proud of her Jewish heritage okay. and actually had spent the previous spring break planting trees in Israel. Oh, fun. On behalf of the Jewish National Fund. Nice. So she was given back. She was. 
just going to the homeland. Going to the homeland. She was, you know, just into it. And then she was going off to college in Indiana, you know, getting out of the big city and going to Indiana. Cute. I love that. It's adorable. Um, so she had a boyfriend named Jesse Wolf. Killer. Um, and a friend named Jay Rosenbaum years earlier at a summer camp in Pennsylvania. Um, She also met various other Indiana University students um, who later became her close circle of friends when she enrolled at the University of Indiana. Great. So she's meeting all these people. Yeah. Meeting them all in Pennsylvania. And they're like, hey, we're all going to Indiana. (gasps) That's a nice surprise. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's a crow. I know. Those crows are bigger than her. She doesn't know who she's picking fights with. Penny, they will eat you. <laughs> she's like, uh, don't tell me what to do. And they will take you away by your <laughs> call. No, they will. Oh, my gosh. They will pick you I up. share a quick story. Okay. I'm so sorry. Okay. No, it's fine. We it has to do with um, something being taken away by a bird. So, my brother was fishing Kobe with... Jack Cheese. Kobe Jack Cheese was fishing with his son. And mm-hmm. they caught a fish. Very exciting. And Colby's like leaning over, getting off the hook. He's, yeah. he's a catch and release guy. Mm-hmm. And out of the corner of the eye, his eye, he sees these talons <laughs> the size of his own hands coming down. And so my brother just like kind of like, you know. Yeah. Whatever. What would you call that? Like scooched back. Yeah. Or whatever, like out of fear. <laughs> yeah. But still had the fish somehow. And the eagle. It was an eagle, by oh. the way. <laughs> trying to get this fish. <laughs> And then it, like, startled, and so he tried to, like, put the brakes on, and he sl- <laughs> slapped my nephew in the face. <laughs> and then flew away. And then my brother, like, got the fish, and he just threw it on, the like, the nearest dock. And yeah. before it even hit the ground, the eagle had it. Thank you. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? My nephew got slapped in the face by an eagle. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It just did really I? Okay, so now funny. we're on tangents about eagles. Uh, <laughs> did I send you the story that happened in? I think it, I can't remember. It was somewhere in, in in Washington. No. Um, this family was like having like getting ready for dinner and everything, and they heard a giant crash. Oh. And they're like, "What the hell is going on?" An eagle had flown <laughs> through the window into their living oh, they're room. They're so big, and it was just like. And then got startled, couldn't find its way out. <laughs> so it was like flying around. Yeah, I've made a mistake. I'm not supposed to be in here. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> and then eventually like, finds his way out through the hole that he created. But I sent it to my mom. And I was like, I was like, this is why you don't have salmon near windows. <laughs> so be careful if you're having a salmon dinner by a window where you know eagles are known to Or circle. if you're just fishing. Or if you're just fishing, you might get slapped in the face by an eagle. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. love it. All right. Back to disappearance. Okay. I'm so sorry. That no, had to be told. That was... No, it absolutely <laughs> did. Um, so on Friday, June 3rd of 2011, okay. um, so Laura would have been... Oh. Freshman? Sophomore, sophomore, freshman, sophomore, sophomore, I think. So she started. Yeah, she's two years behind us. Yeah. So it was, she would have been the year, the, the summer between her sophomore and junior year. Okay. Um, so she was drinking with a lot of friends. Um, she had some people come over to her apartment to watch a basketball game and have some wine. 
you know, just, you know, fun, chill out day. Um, and Jesse, her boyfriend, said that he didn't go out with her or her friends that evening um, because he was like, no, I just want to stay. Yeah. I, I'm tired. I tie-tie. Um, I tie-tie. And they were texting back and forth mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, texting her before, before he went to bed. So here is kind of a layout okay. of what happened okay. that night by accounts of people that were with her right. or security camera footage. Okay. Things like that. So at 12.30 a.m., uh, witnesses report that she left her apartment with a friend named David. 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 Um, they went to Jay Rosenbaum. Remember the friend that she yeah. met at um, the camp? Um, they went to Jay's apartment and met up with a guy named Corey, who was Ro- Jay's neighbor. Okay. So went over to Jay's David, house. Jay, Corey. David, Jay, and Corey. They're all with her. All hanging out. Okay. Um, then at 146, she is seen entering Kilroy's Sports Bar. Okay. Which. Don't put the name Kill in your bar. I know. Um, which. I'm wondering if bars are open later in Indiana. Right. Yeah. Because to get to a bar at 146 when closing time is at 2. And they always set their clocks early, like a half hour. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like like in New York and stuff, they're open until like 5. But Indiana? Yeah. Because it doesn't this, strike at 227, me. 2.27, she's seen exiting the bar. Maybe because it was closing. Maybe because it was closed. And they were like, you need to, <laughs> yeah, you need please to leave. leave. Um, I'm trying to close. Yeah. I'd uh, like to go home now. So she's seen exiting the bar with Corey. Just Corey. Just Corey. Went in with all three? It doesn't say who she went in with. Okay. Um, she left with Corey. So she and Lauren left her cell phone Uh-oh. and her shoes Uh-oh. at the bar. Um, because apparently the bar... Had a sand-covered patio. Oh, sure. Which. <laughs> In Indiana. Feels wrong. Where is Indiana? Like, Midwest. So they have no business having sand. Well, that's probably the only place there is sand in Indiana. <laughs> but, like, it's cold, right? Well, it's, it's the middle of summer. It's June. Oh, it's in the middle of summer. Well, not middle of summer. It's June. It's summer. early June. Summertime. Okay. Um, that's better. So she'd taken off her shoes when she walked onto the sand-covered patio, um, and Corey had walked with her to her apartment complex. So he was walking her home. I'm suspicious of Corey. Um, so Lauren is then seen entering Smallwood, the Smallwood Plaza apartments where she lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone named Zach, who was just passing by. She's got so many boyfriends. Um, noticed her level of inebriation Yo. and asked her if she was okay. Because Corey's not there anymore. Corey might not be there or Corey's there. And know. this is just Zach is a concerned citizen. citizen and is like, hey, are you okay? Okay. Not knowing who Corey is. Corey's going to take advantage of her. Yeah. Just Zach trying to be a good guy. Maybe. Good job, Zach. Good maybe. job. Zach. Or he wants to take advantage yeah. of her. <laughs> Trust no one. Great. <laughs> I'll take it from here. Yeah. So she then leaves the apartments again. Mm-hmm. So she left the apartment and entered an alley that runs between College Avenue and Morton Street. Um, and there are security cameras that are mounted on nearby apartments showing her exiting the alley at about 2.51 and walking toward an empty lot. Alone? Alone. Okay. It looks like. Um, no, not alone. Oh, dear. With Cor- with Corey. Corey. She's been with Corey the whole time. She's awfully suspicious. But she's been with Corey the whole time. But her keys and purse were found along the route through the alley. So she's throwing. She's, she's still shoeless? Things. She's still shoeless. 
She's got no keys. She's got no purse. Honey is having a night. Hey, baby child. Um, And then, so Lauren and Corey arrive at Corey's apartment shortly afterwards. And Corey's roommate named Michael was at the apartment. Um, Corey, when he walked, it was very intoxicated and stumbling. Um, threw up on the carpet on the Oh, Corey. You know, just not having. Corey. So Corey's out of it. Lauren is out of it, which is why he's probably a lot like, hey, you should not drop your keys. He's probably like, how oh, you threw your keys like, over there? <laughs> ah, sucker. You're never getting back in your apartment. <laughs> um, as, as men of that age do. Um, and then uh, Michael says that he escorted um, Corey to bed. So he goes, okay, let's put you to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, get y'all tucked in. Mm-hmm. Put a little bowl mm-hmm. next to your bed just in case you got to puke. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Michael was like, okay, let's was trying to get Lauren to stay the night to sleep there. Is that her boyfriend? No. Michael? Jesse she... is not even Jesse, around just, just, just. tonight. He's, How he's, does she have so many male friends? I wish I was bed, cuter. He's sleeping. He's, you know, he's not in the picture right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, but Michael was like, hey, Lauren, you're out of it. Just stay here for the yeah. night. We'll put you up on the couch. Like, You can't go home because you, you don't have home. keys. <laughs> You don't have keys. You're stumbling all over the place. Yeah. Just stay here. You know, we. I'll make sleep you comfortable. Sleep on the couch. Yeah. So that you sleep in my room, I'll sleep on the couch. Sure. That sort of thing. Um, and uh, he claimed that Lauren was like, no. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. I want to go to my bed. <laughs> Which uh, I've done the same. Where I'm like, I just want to be in my own bed. <laughs> Um, so he goes, okay. Um, so Michael then calls Jay. Okay. Who was the original friend. The neighbor of Corey. the neighbor of Corey. Okay. Um, called Jay and was like, hey, can you take care of this Lauren? Your your friend Lauren's here. She's We have a problem. (laughs) Uh, remember, she is your friend. Yeah. (laughs) Can you please come get her? I don't even know her. Um, and then uh, Lauren was apparently trying to get Michael to drink with her at her own apartment and was like, hey, let's let's party. I'm not done yet. Woo. It's like, you got Uh, no shoes. You have no keys. It's got to be like 3 a.m. It's 3.30 in the morning. It's 3.30. It's bedtime. It's bedtime. It's bedtime. It's bedtime. Um, she eventually went over to, um, Jay's apartment where he says that she he saw a bruise under her eye, mm-hmm. um, presumably sustained in a fall <laughs> earlier that evening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you have so much alcohol, you bruise so much easier because your blood is so thin. <laughs> yeah, like she's got a little bruise. Penny, we're not done yet. <laughs> she's like, this is taking long, she's, too long. She's sitting in her spot, in her treat spot, where she gets treats and. Is just being very patient. <laughs> no, sorry, my story was thing. too long. Okay. Anyway, um, so she said, I don't know how I got the bruise. I have a bruise where? Um, <laughs> yes, it's the return of Alex's drunk voice. Yay, it's my favorite. <laughs> um, two phone calls were placed from Jay's phone shortly before she's reported, shortly, shortly before Lauren is reported to have left. Um, and Jay said, 
that Lauren placed both calls. So Jay eventually like comes over and is trying to like corral her home. Um, and, you know, she uses his phone to mm-hmm. call because she doesn't have a phone. Right. Um, it's in an alley. <laughs> one is to, oh no, I've lost names. Uh, Jay. David. David. Yeah. The first friend. One is to David and one is to another friend. Nobody picked up and no messages were left because it is 3.30 in the morning. Asleep. Everyone is asleep. Everyone is passed out. Nobody's hearing a phone ring. And they're all millennials, so their phones are all on silent. Yeah, everyone's phone's on silent. Well, yeah, 2011 was when my phone, like... When That's put, when you turned it when off. I put my phone on silent and <laughs> yeah. never looked back. That's true. <laughs> That's true. There was a time before where we had very personal rings. And, like, yeah. I remember making... Uh, on what was it? Phone zoo. Yeah. My text tone was Michael Jackson just going. <laughs> I had personalized ringtones for certain people. Um, my sure. mom's was the funniest one that made my dad laugh every single time my oh, mom no, called me. Oh no, was it mean? Uh, it was uh, "Danger Zone" by Kenny Lewis. <laughs> so oh. she called. It would just be like "Highway to <laughs> the Danger Zone." <laughs> oh my god, Penny's. I know, she hates it. I hate everything about this. I'm not having a good time. So, anyway. uh, So now we're at 4.30 in the morning. Okay. She's still awake, girl. Still awake. How at this point? She is still kicking. How? So, Jay says that Lauren left the apartment, and this is the last reported sighting of her. So she does make it to Jay's house. So she does make it. Next door. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is your problem. Why am your I dealing problem. with her? Um, so Jay said he last reported seeing her at the intersection of 11th Street and College Avenue headed south on college. Um, so he just let her wander away? He just let her walk home. Jay. Not, not a great friend. Um, she was last seen barefoot wearing black leggings and a white shirt. Because... She left her shoes at the bar, mm-hmm. which that's a lot of walking barefoot. Right? That's, that's what I was thinking. It's a lot of walking barefoot. Even when she went home, she didn't put shoes on. No. Or steal a pair of, or steal someone's slippers. Yeah. Like, I would have stolen some flip-flops. From Jay. From Jay. Yeah. Or slippers. And then like, I get them back here tomorrow. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, so several hours later that morning, um, Jesse, boyfriend, yeah, sent Lauren a text message, and he knows nothing. That he happened. knows nothing. Yeah, he assumes that Lauren is back at home, at her apartment, napping yeah. it off. Mm-hmm. Um, so he sent her a text message. Yeah, remember, she doesn't have her phone. No, she doesn't. Her phone is at the bar. <laughs> So, Jesse received a reply from an employee at the bar. Right, because flip phones didn't have locks. No. So, you could, no. anybody could text you. Anybody. Yeah. Um, and at that moment, Jesse reported Lauren missing. Okay. Was like, hey, she's missing. Something this happened. Um, so, from the very beginning, Lauren's parents believed that the group of friends that Lauren was hanging out with knew more than they were telling police. Uh-oh. Um... The four men. Yeah. So, Jay, David. Oh, no. Je- no, Jess is the boyfriend. Jay, Michael. David, Corey. Corey. And. Michael was Corey's roommate. Michael. 
Um, all, or I could have read the next line with all of their names. Um, they lawyered up immediately. I mean, smart. Uh, which makes sense. Smart I mean, but like, shady. They're like, oh, she's missing. It's very, yeah. you know, we know we didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. It's like a, <clears throat> just out of sophomore year of college, I wouldn't have ever thought to do that if I didn't do anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, or unless they called their parents and was like, hey. Maybe. This girl's missing. Yeah. Um, so they lawyered up quickly. Um, Corey, Jay, Mike, and Jesse, her boyfriend, mm-hmm. are all considered persons of interest, but not suspects. Okay. Um, Corey, Jay, Mike. Corey, Jay, Mike, and Jesse. So and David Jesse. is off the hook. Right. He was only mentioned at the beginning. Yeah. He was just there in the beginning. Uh, so even though Jesse says that he was home in the early hours of June 3rd, remember, he's, Prove it. the whole thing is he wasn't even around. Yeah. Um, police can't prove or disprove his alibi. I know. I would get fingered for a murder so fast because I only stay in my house by myself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I seriously do No, not I promise. I can, can tell you what all the episodes of Queer Eye were. <laughs> <laughs> I watched last night. Like, what happened? <laughs> um, so all of them were cooperate were cooperating with investigators, uh-huh. so they were completely cooperative. Um, some of their parents didn't allow them to take the police polygraphs. Yeah. Um, instead, some took lawyer appointed third party polygraphs. Sure. Um, so Jay and Jesse claim that they passed the independent test, but the results have not been made public. <laughs> Um, so theories on what yes, happened to Lauren. Tell me. Um, first of all, first of all, Lauren's parents believe she's dead. Yeah. They're like, she, she ain't, she's not with us anymore. Yeah. Um, and based on her level of intoxication, um, they feel like she may have been drugged while at the bar. Mm. Um, so Regarding her, Lauren's level of intoxication, her friends and Jesse told police that she used drugs in addition to alcohol the night leading up to her disappearance. Yes. So, not only did Lauren have some drinky drinks, she snorted some cocaine. Oops. And uh, crushed up some Klonopin. I don't even know what that is. It's antidepressant. Okay. Antidepressants don't work like that, do they? Well, you get the the up from the cocaine (laughs) and the down from the Klonopin, so it like... Gets you back to a baseline. I don't know. It's very weird. <laughs> just don't do the drugs just, if you're going to even them out. Yeah. If you're going to even everything out, just don't do it. Um, it's funny because Brian and I had the exact same yesterday. It's like, if you're going to try to even it out, just don't just don't do, do it. it. In the first place. Um, she also had a very rare heart condition. Uh-oh. So that did she know that she did? Yeah. Oh, she must have because they didn't find um, her. It was called long QT syndrome. I don't know what that is, but it's a very, very rare Cute. heart condition. She's a cutie. But you have to um, say it's slow, so it's long. But that added to the danger of drug use. Yeah. Because she had something wrong with her heart. Yeah. Not great. Um, police addressed rumors that implied that Lauren may have overdosed, um, and those may have hidden her body to avoid any criminal charges. Oh, okay. So she overdosed on when they were with her, and they didn't want to get in trouble, yeah. so they hit her. So they hit her. Because you can't hide your own body. Exactly. If you learn one thing from today, yes. you cannot hide your own body. <laughs> um, so the police also acknowledge, acknowledge that they've not ruled out other possibilities, such as being abducted by a stranger. Aliens? Oh. Or an alien. <laughs> um, 
What was also interesting is that in 2017 or in 2015, there was a Indiana University student named Hannah Wilson. Okay. And she went missing Uh on April 24th after visiting Kilroy's. Uh-oh. The same bar the that Lauren bar. went to. Yeah. Um, and she'd only been reported missing for one day before her body was found in a desolate field. Ooh, no. And she had been bludgeoned to death. And that was after. It was after what okay. happened to Lauren. Hmm. Um, they arrested and convicted um, a guy named Daniel Messel um, because they found uh, Daniel's cell phone at her at her feet okay so well maybe he swapped it with this <laughs> um so they were like very similar same yeah. bar both women disappeared it's a weird cell phone missing like but it seems phone. like if he dumped the second one really obviously he would have dumped the first one really yeah. obviously so he's never been charged with the case and they're like yeah it's probably just the coincidence of yeah. the bar. Because Lauren was seen after yeah. leaving the bar. Mm-hmm. Hannah was never seen after leaving okay. the bar. Um, so Lauren was 4 feet 11 inches tall. Tiny baby. 90 to 95 pounds. You can have two drinks and be BTFO'd. Blonde hair, blue eyes. And again, she was last seen wearing black leggings, a white tank top with a white shirt over it, and barefoot. So that is the disappearance mm. of Lauren Sperrier. Don't like that. Yeah. Well. This is why you always have a buddy. She was with four people. They all ditched her. Well, they, Jay should have walked her home. Or just locked her in his apartment and yeah. said, you're not leaving until the morning. Lay down can... for four seconds and then you can get back up and walk home and yeah. she'd be asleep. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Just lay down and close your eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> May 23rd. Burr, burr, burr. 14.30. Yeah. Joan of Arc is captured at something and sold to the English. Did you go through a Joan of Arc phase? I did not. Like elementary school i'd love to have someone explain to me joan of arc i went through a severe joan of arc phase i didn't like because she was I like i want to say like third or fourth grade really good at battles and stuff she was badass yeah i was all about joan of arc i i would like to know more about her okay 1785 benjamin franklin announces his invention of the bifocal god bless you ben franklin i wouldn't be able to see without do you, you. have bifocals I'm supposed to. Oh my god, you're a thousand. I am. I am am supposed to. Uh, I don't because I don't wear glasses. Oh, yeah. Because contacts, they all have like one eye close and one eye far, right? Uh, Kind of. If you want. It depends on your... It's like no bifocal contacts. That doesn't make sense. If you look down, it moves too. Yeah, it moves. So you can't. There's no bifocal. No, no, no. Technically, my glasses are supposed to be. But they're not. I just refuse to, refuse to admit that I have the eyesight of an 85-year-old woman. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, 1788. South Carolina because becomes the eighth state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. Way to go, South Carolina. 
1845, New York City Police Department is formed. It's old. It's an old. It was replacing an replacing an old night watch system, which seems unreliable. 1873, Canada's Northwest Mounted Police Force forms. It gets the title of Royal in 1904. Uh, Also in 1873, postcards are sold in San Francisco for the first time. Oh, I love a postcard. 1876, Boston's Joe Borden pitched the very first no-hitter in the history of the National League. Way to go. 1903, the first road trip starts. The first automobile trip across the U.S. leaves San Francisco for New York and arrives July 26th. You know I love a road trip. What about the Britney Spears movie? Crossroads? Oh, shoot. I thought it was called Road Trip. There is a movie called Road Trip. doesn't have Britney Spears. Uh, What's the point? Uh, 1908. Part of the Great White Fleet arrives in the Puget Sound. Woohoo! Which I don't know what that is. I don't either. 1911, the New York Public Library building at Fifth Avenue is dedicated by President William Howard Taft. Oh, love a Taft! <laughs> it's just shaped like a big bathtub. <laughs> in the library. <laughs> 1934, Bonnie and Clyde are killed by a police in an ambush near Louisiana. 1980, The Shining is released. The movie, Mm -hmm. based on the book. 1981, Peter Sutcliffe is convicted for the Yorkshire Ripper murders after murdering 13 women in London. And he's sentenced to life for each. Um, 2016, Chinese archaeologists announced findings of the earliest use of barley in China to make beer, which was between... 3400 and 2900 BC, mm-hmm. which is quite a gap. That is quite a gap. Long ago is the answer. Very long. And then 2022, New York City removes its last public payphone and they become part of a museum display. You know what's also in a museum? The Motorola Razor. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> it hurts me. <laughs> Just sad. It just hurts. Uh, <laughs> I think we have a lot of the same. Do you have 1867? No. Jesse James gang robs a bank in Richmond, Missouri, where two people die and $4,000 for ticket. $4,000. Uh, 1960, Israel announces the capture of Nazi Adolf Eichmann in Argentina. Got him. Got him. Hung him. Um, 1969, the BBC orders 13 episodes of Monty Python's Flying Circus. <laughs> Love of Monty Python. Great. Um, do you know? You know Monty. I've heard of it. Okay. It's the. Um, oh no. What's the name of the movie? The Holy Grail. That one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not to be confused with um, the other guy's Holy Grail, Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, that one. I do love an Indiana Jones. Mm. Um, 2000, Eminem releases his third studio album, The Marshall Mathers LP. And it's the fastest oh. ever selling studio album. Oh, the white rapper. Eminem. The white rapper. Not, not, M, not the candies. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know the blue Eminem rap. Yeah. Uh, and then 2018, Hamburg, Germany becomes the first city to ban diesel cars on some roads. 
On some roads. Just some. How do you know? They have a sign. (laughs) (laughs) There's a diesel driver's map. Yes. Only roads they can go on. Okay, may they RIP. They may. 1937, John D. Rockefeller. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 1945, Heinrich Hemmler. Nazi leader. He commits suicide. 2015, John Nash who's the American mathematician and the subject of the movie A Beautiful Mind. Oh. And in 2001, Eric Carroll, who's an illustrator, artist, and author of The Very Hungry Caterpillar. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. And he attacked. I just saw you flinch. I was like, oh, no. She attacked. Attack of the cat. Uh, yeah, that's what I have, too. Great. HBD, 1846. Arabella Mansfield... She was the first woman in the U.S. to pass the bar exam. Where did it go? Though she never used her law degree, probably well, because no one would hire her. Probably. <laughs> 1958, Drew Carey, the only man that thinks Cleveland rocks and is my host of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Do do love Drew Carey. Not My Price is Right, but... he No, yeah, he is He is my host of, of uh, Whose Line. Who's which is on HBO Max. <sighs> Every single episode... Well, my afternoon's planned. I love that show. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, 1965, Melissa McBride. She's Carol in The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. 1966, H. John Benjamin, who's Ooh. Bob Belcher from Bob's Burgers. I've never seen Bob's Burgers. <laughs> it's actually really good. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, in 1974, Jewel. Do love Jewel. Of Jewel. Of Jewel. <laughs> of the singer Jewel. Uh, I have one. Okay. 1824. Okay. Ambrose Burnside. Okay. He was an American soldier, industrialist, former governor of Rhode Island. Okay. And he was the man who popularized the sideburns. Oh, Oh, Burnside. (laughs) I get it. That's funny. (laughs) They just a little switch around. Sideburns. That's funny. Ambrose Burnside. I'm going to invent something and call it an Ur Fletch. Ooh. Sounds like an ear infection. Uh, yeah, some sort of skin condition. <laughs> it's a lesion. <laughs> All right, we did it. We did it. That's Go it. find Mara and Lauren. Go, yes. And report back. Yeah. Look <laughs> or don't, maybe don't find... If you find Mara, ask if she wants to be found. Yeah. D- clear it with her first. <laughs> yeah. And then... But tell us either way. And then let us know and we'll, we'll keep it between us. Um... <laughs> Yeah. All right. Love you. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.